Donuts and coffee. Before Jack walked through the open door of Flo's coffee shop, the smell of warm, fresh donuts swept over him, and he was instantly hungry. Put those right over here on the counter, Ted, said a slender blonde woman behind the counter, wearing a blue waitress uniform, apron, and surprisingly, a tan baseball cap. Wiping her hands on a towel, she removed the lid off the top box, pulled out a sheet of thick paper, and surveyed the page. Ted, you've done it again. These are great. Hey, all I do is put your ideas on paper, Flo, and I think you have some really good ideas, said Ted. Right you are, said Flo. You boys want some coffee? She asked, surveying Jack and talking to Ted. I've got some new stuff in from Columbia, and we just glazed a whole new batch of donuts. Wow, I don't eat donuts much. You know, carbs and sugar and all, said Jack, patting his flat stomach. Yeah, right, said Flo as she placed two cups in saucers on the counter and motioned for them to sit down on the bar stools. A dark-haired woman came through swinging doors with a large plate of donuts along with two small plates which she placed in front of them. Thanks, Blanche, said Ted, smiling at her and popping a donut in his mouth. Oh my, these are little bits of heaven. So who's your sidekick here? asked Flo. This is Jack, said Ted. Good to meet you, Jack. Flo shook his hand, surprising him at the strength in her grip. It must have shown on his face because she smiled and said, I worked in an airplane factory during the war. Got some muscles now. A regular Rosie the Riveter, laughed Jack, referring to the World War II poster depicting a plucky homemaker turned factory worker for the war effort. Yes, we can, said Flo, smiling and striking the pose from the We Can Do It poster empowering the American working woman's can-do attitude that filled manufacturing and other jobs while the men were fighting overseas. Jack, what are you doing riding around with this character? She nodded Ted's way. Well, I... Jack wasn't sure what to say. He surely couldn't just blurt out his time travel paradigm. What was he doing here? Yes, you can tell that Jack is not my delivery boy, said Ted. Jack's a businessman, like yourself, a businesswoman. Well, you know what I mean. What kind of business are you in then, Jackie boy? asked Flo. Well, I'm involved in several businesses. Several very different businesses, in fact. Some of them I've bought in progress, and some of them I started from scratch, just like you're doing here, Flo, said Jack. Very impressive, said Flo. Well, thanks, Flo, said Jack, taking another donut bite and sip of coffee. I've got a big decision to make about what's next for me, though. Well, if you need to make a decision about your business, my friend... You're sure spending time with the right guy. You obviously know Ted's story then, said Flo. Flo! Ted gave her a look that told her not to continue. No, actually, we just met very recently, said Jack. I was in a car accident and Ted picked me up, rescued me actually. And now we're riding around in his truck. It's all happened kind of fast. I, I don't even know what we're delivering. Printing, said Flo. Teddy Boy sold his, well, he started this printing business and he's so darn good at it. She pulled a sample from the box and handed it to Ted. The amazing story of coffee was the headline on the top of the paper, with a drawing of a man wearing a wide hat standing next to a burrow with large open bags on each side filled with what he assumed must be coffee beans. Juan Valdez? asked Jack, surveying the rest of the advertisement. Ted and Flo gave him a puzzled look. Never mind said Jack as he continued reading. Deep in the high-altitude jungles of Colombia, the coffee you're drinking right now started its life. The story was quite interesting, and the copy was written in that special, confident, positive attitude 
that describe much of the business philosophy and advertising of post-World War II America. The story of coffee turned into the story of how Flo discovered the different kinds of coffee from around the world, from friends returning from war and travel overseas, and how she began her quest to bring something so special to Chicago. Flo's Coffee and Donuts and her address sat in bold font at the bottom, along with a coupon for a free donut with a cup of coffee to new visitors to the store. This is pretty cool, said Jack. You've got to know your story, said Flo. Ted taught me that. What do you mean? asked Jack. When you're making the choices about your life, what direction to pursue, where to put your time and energy, all of that, it's essential that you know your story, where you came from, what shaped you in order to know where to go, right? asked Flo. Well, I never really thought of it like that, but sure, said Jack. It's no different in business, because as an entrepreneur, you really live your business. So in order to make decisions that keep you in alignment with your core values and beliefs, I believe you have to know your story, said Flo. For instance, what kind of decision do you need to make about your business? I'm in a bit of a dilemma about a new opportunity that's come my way, said Jack. It felt funny to tell somebody else what had been bouncing around in his head. In fact, he wasn't sure he had told anyone what was going on inside him lately. Right now I've got a fairly complex situation that's breathing down my neck with a new business I took over, he said. But that's not what keeps me awake at night. This dilemma about choosing my future path, as you said, is what's most troubling to me. Jack took a sip of his coffee and finished the donut on his plate. These were amazing donuts, and to his gourmet palate, the coffee was remarkably better than what he had expected in a little diner in 1947. Well, you're with friends, Ted smiled. Tell us about this big dilemma. Jack thought for a moment, then began slowly. All of my businesses are special to me in their own way, and quite different. Like children? asked Ted. Yes, a lot like that, Jack agreed. I have three great kids, but they are all very different, and I love them for their gifts and for the challenges they bring me as a father. Good, but it sounds like a lot to keep track of, said Flo. It can get complicated, and I'm part of a great partnership with entrepreneurs like me and managers who do a good job of handling many of the details so I can concentrate on the things I'm good at and on my favorite thing, people and the big picture. I've built them from scratch or got them when they were small, so I was involved in how they work. So I feel pretty good about not being frontline all the time. Like children, said Flo. Like children, Jack smiled, thinking about the people in each business and about the early days, the infancy, when he put in crazy long hours trying to get them to sustainable profitability. Now they're grown-ups, and I'm not sure what's next for them. Or for me. How do you mean? asked Ted. Well, I'm kind of at the point where I feel like what I ought to do is to choose just one, put all my energy into it, and bring my focus and creativity into building a much bigger company than any of these will ever be now, said Jack. That sounds like a great idea. Worthy challenge, said Ted. What would happen to the other kids? I guess I'd put them up for sale or figure out some type of buyout with the existing management. Finance is my background, and I'm pretty good at figuring out that sort of thing, said Jack. Actually, 
I'm not so worried about how to find a home for any of these businesses or, for that matter, all of them. And that's what I've been thinking about doing lately. If you sell them all, what will you do? Retire? Asked Ted. Jack sipped his coffee. He'd never told anyone what he'd been thinking about, and he'd thought about it a lot lately. Maybe it would be easier to tell to a stranger. I've been thinking a lot about getting completely out of the management business and doing a one-man operation, said Jack. Sounds good to me, said Ted. That's exactly what I've done. He pointed at the box of freshly printed pages sitting on the counter. Wow, okay. Good for you, Ted, Jack smiled. But if I tell my employees, my partners, and heck, even my wife that I want to do this, he paused, there's going to be a lot of blowback. I simply do not know what to do. Well, I know exactly what you should do, announced Flo. You should have another donut coffee. She laughed, and they all agreed. Flo disappeared through the swinging doors into the bakery.